It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. It's grilling season. Did you know it's grilling season? At least on Capitol Hill with regard to Supreme Court nominees. Grilling season is off and running. There was some grilling going on yesterday on Capitol Hill of uh, KBJ. KBJ. We'll just call her KBJ like AOC. It's a little bit easier than saying Katanji Brown Jackson, or as I said yesterday, Katanji Jackson Brown. I would think, I think I'd vote for Jackson Brown uh, over Katanji Brown Jackson. He's not extreme. He just has some great classic rock hits. So anyway, welcome to the show. I've got a lot of audio to get to uh, with regard to Katanji Brown Jackson, uh, KBJ, as opposed to LBJ and uh I'll share some of those with you. I've got a, a huge uh, trans gay pile today, a Disney World pile of stuff today. I've got new evidence that Eric Adams is uh, one of the dumbest people ever to grace the uh, mayor's office in New York City. And the reason I say that today is that he is turning for advice with regard to crime prevention to, are you ready, Lori Lightfoot. Um <laughs> So, and, and did you realize the LGBTQ thing, that title, has gone off into infinity? And I was thinking about this last night. At what point do you kind of just say, you're really making yourself look foolish by uh, saying LGBTQ, RSTUV, and you're going on and on and on. You really are making, you're not helping your cause anymore. And I would assume the most gay people look at that and go, yeah, I'm gay. I'm a G. Just G. G, 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 G. You know, the bi people, you know, bi people, bisexual, bisexual. I want to be a bisexual. Anyway, uh, you know, they, they probably don't walk around saying, yeah, I'm B. What's up, B? I'm good, B. How you doing, G? Good. What about you, T? I don't know. I'm fine. Let's ask Q. Uh, you know, really? So, and, and I would assume that some of the people in that group don't want to be a part of the entire group. I'm transgendered. I'm over here. Or then you got the guys who aren't even sexual at all, the asexual ones, they're over here. Do they want to be a part of that? Because it's their sexual is part of it, and they don't they don't do sex anymore. I'm asexual. I don't do sex anymore. I don't have sex at all. Why you got me in this group of LGBTQRSD? I'm not even sex isn't even. It's like being married after 25 years. You see, sex isn't even part of it. It's just you know. Uh, anyway, uh, KBJ, make no bones about it. While the uh, the members of Congress who are grilling her from the Republican Party are being very polite, unlike Democrats with regard to uh, nominations in the past. They are being very polite, and they are being, uh, you know, allowing her to speak, and they are not yelling names, and there is not people in the in the uh, gallery yelling like at the beginning of uh, of Brett Kavanaugh's uh, hearings. There's none of that going on. But don't be fooled. This woman is as left as left becomes. This woman is the template. And the fact, and she'll most probably get on the Supreme Court, then you can chalk this one up to Barack Obama. I really believe that. She is the model. She is the Westworld robot. And she is about to infiltrate the Supreme Court of the United States. It's taken a hell of a lot of grooming. It's taken a hell of a lot of BS academia and brainwashing in academia to hone and sharpen and create this woman. And now she's going to be on the Supreme Court. Victory for Marxists and leftists everywhere. 
That's what this is. That's what it's all about. Left wing. I welcome everyone to this confirmation hearing on the nomination of Mr. Judge Chairman Brett Kavanaugh. Mr. Chairman. To serve as Associate Justice. Mr. Chairman, I'd like Supreme to be recognized for United a question States. before we proceed. I extend a very warm welcome to Judge Kavanaugh. We have not been given Kavanaugh. an opportunity have a meaningful his wife, Ashley, Mr. Chairman, if, if we cannot be recognized, I move to adjourn. My, how things have changed. That's uh, the first day of the Brett Kavanaugh hearings when he was immediately interrupted by uh, people in the, uh, in the uh, crowd. And, uh, and uh, Kamala Harris immediately jumped in, tried to shut him down. And, oh, you know, just so glorious. But, you know, don't say anything about, uh, you know, KBJ over there because, you know, if you do, then you hate. To her because she's black and she's a woman and for the first time in your life even though you had a mother and you know whatever uh maybe you're even a black person uh you are suddenly racist and misogynist that's the way it is but let's just just look at what happened yesterday right now before the supreme court law of the land which uh you know uh, doesn't really represent but you know it's it's a uh the the judicial side of the uh, judicial branch of course of the government it's kind of a big deal and since, I don't know, the three uh, branches of government kind of hold sway over the men and women of the country. Uh, see, there are two genders. Uh, and, uh, you know, some people say there are like 80 or 90 of them, but uh, sh- no, really? Okay. But we have somebody in front of the Supreme Court yesterday who um, cannot uh, tell you what a difference between a man and a woman is. Cannot tell you what defines a woman. I'm going to get to that in just a second. But I was mentioning also that she is also the templatic robot from the, uh, the 1968 uh, radical leftist Westworld. She is, and here's uh, Marcia Blackburn, yesterday senator, who you know, had a pretty stellar moments yesterday, uh, talking about her uh, incredibly progressive uh, left-leaning credentials. One of the things that we know, Sandra, by going through her writings and her speeches is that she has taken positions that are right in line with the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. Yeah, everything from her uh, writings to her fact, the fact that she is on the school board of an incredibly leftist uh, CRT-promoting school in uh, in washington dc but you know it's private doesn't matter she's down with the curricula she serves on a school board and has lauded progressive education now for some of the women that i talk to that is a red flag they want answers on that so we'll as i said yesterday in my opening we will discuss this with her i think it's pretty audacious for the uh, democrat party and joe biden considering what happened in the uh, the last election, that he would nominate someone who is absolutely metaphoric for what people rejected around the country as far as school boards and teaching our kids. Don't you think that's pretty just ballsy? You have praised the 1619 Project, which argues the U.S. is a fundamentally racist country. And you have made clear that you believe judges must consider critical race theory when deciding how to sentence criminal defendants. You also apparently keep a roll of U.S. Constitution toilet paper in your bathroom. Is it your personal hidden agenda to incorporate critical race theory into our legal system? These are answers that the American people need to know. Yeah, we'd like to know. We would like to know. Now, I'm going to share some very interesting things about uh, Katanji uh, Brown-Jackson and the school that she's a, a school board member on that are going to make you go, wow, okay, all right. 
But uh, let's uh, let's just get to the uh, the basis of uh, one of the big arguments of the day, which is Kajanji uh, Brown Jackson has no idea what a woman is. Apparently, uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can. can I provide? That's a delay. That's why. Can I provide? You repeat the question. It's a delay, and then she said no. Can't. You can't. Not. In okay. this context, so I'm not a biologist. Meaning- I'm not a, a biologist. Well, I'm not a veterinarian, but I know I have three dogs. They're right in the other room. Uh, they've got dog names, uh, Zoe and uh, and uh, and Desi and uh, and Lucy. Well, they're not dog names necessarily. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, and I'm not a veterinarian. I know those are dogs. I don't say, hey, let's let, somebody let the giraffes out. Hey, somebody please let the hippo out in the backyard, please. I think I have it figured out. Somebody, when uh, Katanji Brown Jackson was a child, did not have the PP Nina talk that I had with my children. It's pretty simple. I, I this is really not all that long ago. My daughter is uh, sixteen years old, so literally, probably when she was one, one and a half ish, I we had the PP Nina talk, and it might be because she uh, raised the question, "Hey, hey, you know, you, you got a Nina here." Well, I mean, that means you got your girl. If you have a pee-pee, you're a boy. If you have a nina, you're a girl. And if you have either, you can swim for the University of Pennsylvania swim team. I got to tell you, I don't. I, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you need a biology degree now, uh, maybe a master's or a doctorate to uh, to answer a question you could have easily answered. I don't know when you were in third grade. You're in controversial that you can't give me a definition, Senator. In my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law, and I decide. Well, so I'm not... The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. Just last week... I'm going to have to agree with her on that one. ...an entire generation of young girls watched as our taxpayer-funded institutions permitted a biological man to compete and beat a biological... Oh, that's why this is important. Okay. ...a woman in the NCAA swimming championships. What message do you think this sends to girls who aspire to compete and win... They really need to change it to a manogram instead of a mammogram. Uh, they really need to change that. Sports at the highest levels. Senator, I'm not sure what message that sends. If, if you're asking me about Well, that. it's because uh, athletes born men who compete with women uh, beat the snot out of them. Legal issues related to it. Um, those are topics that are being hotly discussed. In- now, I am not a... Uh, of uh, an instructor in uh, in biology, but uh, I'd like to just put my two cents in here, uh, and I'm just I'm just speaking, and don't take it personally if you're not. But I'm just going to speak from my my personal experience. Uh, I am a cisgendered male. I am also a white male, which you know I'm pretty much hated because of all the privilege and everything. Um, but uh, this is just what I, in my observations, I'll just uh, I'll just run through these real quick. First of all, if you're a woman, there's a real good chance, you know, unless you're uh, premenopausal or, or you know, or postmenopausal or, or even before, you know, this has happened when you're a child, uh, you menstruate uh, they're, they're, or they have the potential to menstruate. You know, there is that. 
Uh, you have uh, what I used to call my my daughter's um, you know, when we you know when I was uh, teaching her about we called it a majima we called it a majima or a nina okay it's the, the boys have the pb and the girls have the nina so there there's that uh, then there's this uh, this thing that you have the ability to uh, have uh, an egg fertilized in your body or or outside and implanted and you know that's this happens uh, and then you carry the uh, the fetus to full term and give birth unless you're a you know real left of center Democrat you get pregnant and then kill the baby. You know, at any time during the pregnancy, they're the, but you at least are able to have the baby in there. All right. <clears throat> uh, let me see what else here. Oh, oh, oh. The, now this is just speaking from a cisgendered male perspective here, uh, as far as what I have observed about having a woman uh, in your life and how I describe her behavior. Um, if, for instance, if you are uh, you have a, a female uh, that you are very close to, uh, that person may have the propensity to critique your fashion and hair at any given moment or uh maybe ask the question are you going to wear that are you seriously going to wear that there's that okay there's that um there is another thing that you will notice that your sig other this the female the woman woman over here will also has the propensity to give the male counterpart in the relationship a list of activities that will populate his entire weekend so there is that. You'll notice that happens a lot. And also, um, there is a very high degree of uh, a possibility that this person will make the other person, the male gender of the male-female uh, pair, a watch home and garden television. That's the list of things that I would say definitely would probably um, say that you are uh, female, female, female. And it all starts with the Nina. Uh, anyway... Oh, oh! Uh, 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 Senator Maisie Hirono says that uh, Jackson w- was not tapped to fill a quota, and then she actually mentions how she was tapped to fill a quota. Here is the ever—I uh, mean, brilliant—Maisie uh, Hirono. Some of my Republican colleagues and public figures have attempted to undermine your qualifications through their pejorative use of the term affordable, aff- affirmative action. Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, Joe Biden nominated KBJ because she is a woman and black. And KBJ says she cannot define what a woman is, but isn't she in the chair because she's a woman? And they have implied you were solely nominated due to your race and not for other factors. Apparently, some have even claimed that you need to show your LSAT scores to determine whether you are... Your LSAT scores? What is an LSAT? Oh, LSAT. Top legal mind. This is incredibly offensive and condescending. Let me be clear. Your nomination is about not about filling a quota. No, it's not. It is about time. It's about time that we have a highly qualified, highly accomplished black woman on the Supreme Court. She says it's not about uh, filling a quota. And then she says the reason you're here is because you're a black woman. Let me be clear. Your nomination (laughs) is about, not about filling a quota. No, no. It is about time. Yes. It's about time that we have a highly qualified, highly accomplished black woman on the Supreme Court. And there were no other people considered unless they were uh, women and black, and now we don't even know what a woman is. It's about time 
Our highest court better reflects the country it serves. It's about time that black women and girls across the country can finally see themselves who look like them. It's about time we had intelligent people in Congress. Sitting on the highest court, making decisions that will impact their lives. Wow, this is, uh, this is life in America in 2022. This is who we are considering to be, I guess, the best of the best of the best of the best of the best. No, no, no. Ted Cruz uh, decided to grill her on uh, CRT, critical race theory, which the left in this country has said time and time again is not being taught in elementary schools. Uh, and the fact that she says it's not being taught in elementary schools is an aff- affront to and an insult to you and me and everybody and all of the, I don't know, all the freaking evidence out there that CRT is being taught in elementary schools. But I've never studied critical race theory and I've never. Oh, yeah, you have. Oh, yeah, you have. And I'll explain why in a minute. Used it. It doesn't come up in the work that I do as a judge. So so with respect, I, I find that a curious statement uh, because um, you gave a speech in April of 2015 uh, at the University of Chicago in which you described the job you do as a judge. And you said sentencing is just plain interesting because it melds together myriad types of law, criminal law and, of course, constitutional law critical race theory. Wow, that kind of shows that she uses uh, critical race theory as part of uh, jurisprudence. So you described in a speech to a law school what you were doing as critical race theory. Uh, And so I guess I would ask, what what did you mean by that when you gave that speech? Yeah, I want to know. The people want to know. With respect, Senator, um, the quote that you are mentioning there um, was about sentencing policy. It was not about sentencing um, I was talking. Ah, okay, still a little fuzzy. Talking about the policy uh, determinations of bodies like the Sentencing Commission when they look at a laundry list of various academic subjects. And then she descends into as they consider what the policy should be. Yeah, okay, but, critical but you race. were vice chair of the Sentencing Commission, so let me ask again: What did you mean yeah. by? Because that was an official responsibility of yours. What, what did I you meant mean by what you were doing was critical race. What I meant was that there are a number of that that uh, slide does not show the entire laundry list of different. Yes, I'm a big supporter of critical race theory, not critical race theory. You 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 surely see the difference there, Senator. You surely see the difference. Hey guys, it's Carson. I want to talk to you about GenuCell Plant Stem Therapy. I've been using this for around 10 years now. And people say the uh, puffiness and bags under your eyes are the hardest thing to get rid of until now. One of the things that I've discovered in life is the older you get, the uh, worse you look in the morning. And with its instant effects, GenuCell is guaranteed to show results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Users saw results in only 12 hours with dramatic improvement in two weeks, and I can attest to it. GenuCell contains eight extra ingredients to significantly reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness. Plus, GenuCell uses patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity and brilliant long-term results. Now, go to GenuCell.com slash Carson right now to try risk-free. Enter my promo code Carson10 at the checkout for an additional 10% off today. That's GenuCell.com slash Carson. Let's go to Steve in, uh, in Indiana. Hello there, Steve, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on? Hey, Rob. I uh, love the show. I Thank found you. you on Newsmax on your What in the World program. Sweet. And uh, started following you on your radio show, listen every day. And uh, okay. all I can say is, 
keep on doing what you're doing and don't change one bit. That's what Thank people want to hear. Well, that's what I love my wife to say, but she says the opposite every day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, the reason I called, you had that yes. um, crazy Hawaiian senator on a while ago. The amazing heroine. And she, yeah, she said it was about time, you know, a black woman to get this position. Anyway, I wonder how she they would feel about that if it was a black transgender, you know, who was up for the nomination. Well, they would have to say that that person is the first black female to be nominated for the Supreme Court. That's what they'd have to say. And and I I have a feeling that they they would. <laughs> but they yeah. but you know, but but Joe Biden said a, a a a woman of color, a black woman, that's what he said, black woman. Order up one black uh, black woman on table two. We just need one order of black woman over here. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, so, you know, of course, they would have to uh, say whatever you claim to be at the time of your nomination would be the gender that you are. Right. But uh, we are presuming that Katanji Brown Jackson has the girl parts, the prerequisite girl parts that are necessary to be a black woman in front yeah, of Yeah, well, you know, I, I hope so because uh, she couldn't, you know, didn't know what a woman was a while ago, you know, when yeah. she made, was trying to answer that question that Marsha Blackburn gave her. Yeah. It's, it honestly, Steve, um, there's, a, there's a thing called common sense that is increasingly becoming less common. Uh, and, right. and it's just honestly, it's, it, I hope one day we wake up because I don't know how we can, I think what's going to happen is we're going to descend into a black hole of stupid that even thoughts, it's so powerful that even intelligent thoughts can't escape. I think we're creating a black hole of stupid in this country and, yeah. and, and there's no escape. I hope we can turn it around, Steve, but I greatly appreciate I your, your call today, bro. Have a glorious, uh, have a glorious day in, in Indiana. We have a special guest on the hotline, Lee Zeldin. He is a congressman from New York. He is also running for uh, governor of the state of New York, and hopefully he will save that state from uh, people like Kathy Hochul. He joins us on the Newsmax hotline. Hello, my friend. How are you? Welcome to the show again. Hey, it's really great to be back with you. Thanks for having me. Got a lot of stuff on the plate today, uh, Lee, including uh, what's happening with Ukraine and Russia. You are a former uh, U.S. Army member also a, a congressman in the in the United States uh, House. What are your thoughts about um, where this is going and our involvement in it? First off, it really is incredible the strength of the Ukrainian people still uh, pushing back on Putin's advance. Uh, there is no way that Putin thought that this was going to go down at all like this. He thought it was going to take as little as a day for him to be able to just gobble up his neighbor, but Instead of Ghani in Afghanistan, who fled in Afghanistan uh, in August, uh, you had Zelensky staying and fighting, and, and Ukrainian people, both young and old, all joining this resistance. There is help that is, has been coming to Ukraine from other nations, United States included, uh, some of which uh, would have been more helpful if it came earlier. Uh, we also have to understand as a nation that the way that we respond to Putin and this conflict, just like the way that we were fatally executing a withdrawal from Afghanistan, has impacts on other countries because Xi in China is watching. He wants to go into Taiwan, and uh, Kim Jong-un wants to test fire more missiles, and Iran wants to enhance uranium. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you're seeing Iran 
now uh, trying to get into a nuclear deal that would actually be even more favorable to them than the deal back in 2015. So just a lot going right now on the world stage. Uh, We need leaders who are strong, effective, consistent, and unfortunately, sadly, right now, that's just not the way that our country is dealing with this conflict uh, and other regions and other adversaries. Lee, you were a member of the 82nd Airborne Division. You were deployed to Iraq. Uh, and, uh, you know, being a paratrooper is not uh, an easy road to hoe. Um, it, how does it feel as uh, someone who is a military veteran with regard to not only the withdrawal from Afghanistan and the shame that many feel, the disappointment that many feel, and, and the uh, commander-in-chief right now uh, with the possibility of an action, a military action, in a place like uh, Ukraine? We spent the six-month mark of our withdrawal from the embassy in Kabul by withdrawing from our embassy in Kiev. I believe that we live in the greatest country in the history of the world. I believe that American exceptionalism is nothing for any of us to ever apologize for. I love our country and our flag and our freedom and our military, and I don't want to see us in this type of retreat mode showing weakness. Our adversaries do not respect weakness. They only respect strength. We have multiple instruments of national power. I believe that we can't be silent when we see uh, threats, not because we want war, but because we want to prevent it. The military option is on the table, not because we want to use it, but because we don't want to use it. And I just see this uh, misguided approach towards understanding our leverages of national power uh, also, misspeaking on the national stage, we're seeing that when you know, President Biden was greenlighting a minor incursion into Ukraine, and while they tried to clean that up at the White House right afterwards, it did damage uh, immediately over in Russia. Kamala Harris, who, uh, as vice president right now, is giving speech after speech on the world stage, and is not just embarrassing herself, but she's embarrassing all of us. Words matter, leadership matters, you need to be strong, effective, consistent, you need to use your instruments of national power correctly. Uh, And I'll just say this, as far as the troops sent into harm's way ever, uh, this needs to always be looked at as the last possible option, always. You never send your troops into harm's way unless they are sent to win, you send them to win, or you don't send them at all. So as we talk about options, We always have to keep this principle in mind. We have to think multiple steps ahead. You can't just take it one step at a time. If you're engaging our own troops in a harm's way ever anywhere, you need to know that they're being sent, set up for success, or it's just not an option. You can't send them at all. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the state of New York. There's a lot of uh, crime, obviously, in New York City. I want to mention that I just saw a poll posted <clears throat> that shows you ahead of Kathy Hochul, 45.5 to 44, which to me says you're ahead by 10. Um, and- yeah, we're, we're feeling great. I mean, last <laughs> week there was also the uh, uh, unofficial poll. I don't know if you saw the video of Kathy Hochul dropping the first puck at Madison Square Garden where she got booed and roasted right out of the arena. And, and it makes sense as to why this is happening, why the poll numbers are as good as they are for us, uh, why that whole Kathy Hochul got that reaction. It's because... Say that that hockey fan might not feel safe on the streets or in the subways to get to the game. Maybe it's their kid who is stuck in 
remote learning or being masked up for two years. Maybe it's because they feel like uh, they don't have a government that is there to serve them as opposed to people in government like Kathy Hochul, who views herself as an emperor instead of a governor, calling on New Yorkers to take the COVID shot and be her apostles. Uh, she was giving a speech in front of the New York State Association of Counties a couple weeks ago. She referred to herself as the mother of all 62 counties. So people <laughs> in this country, we look for, for real leadership. Public service is about serving the public, not about them serving you. So the attacks on wallets, safety, freedom, the quality of our kids' education, has New Yorkers hitting their breaking point, saying, I'm done, and they're not looking back. The poll numbers make sense to us. We have a plan. We feel good. The fundraising's been good. The volunteers. We just have to make sure that for the next seven-plus months, all day, every day, taking no opportunity for granted ever, we work hard. And if that's the case, I feel like we're on our way to a well-earned, hard-fought, and necessary victory this November. I hope so, Lee, because i got to tell you, if I lived in a state that was bleeding its most valuable resource, which is people, I would begin to question what the hell is going on with the government there. Uh, you've got cashless bail in New York City. You've got uh, New York Mayor, new Mayor Eric Adams, who I don't have very many uh, nice things to say about the man. Uh, he maybe isn't the l- complete leftist ideologue of his predecessor, but I don't think that he has the solution to anything, as evidenced by a 200% increase in crime on uh, mass transit after he came up with a new approach to approach crime on mass transit. Also, I saw, and I think it was on your Getter page, uh, Asian women standing in line for pepper spray in New York City. So what do you think about the future of New York City with Eric Adams as the mayor? Yeah, and these people, we're not talking about 5 or 10 or 30 Asian-American women on a line. We're talking about really long lines of people waiting for pepper spray. <laughs> we should repeal cashless bail in the state. We should fire district attorneys like Alvin Bragg, who refused yes. to enforce the law. We should back the blue. We should make sure that our law enforcement is able to work inside of those subways and have the tools and resources they need to do their jobs. The streets should belong to law-abiding citizens instead of belonging to criminals. Uh, but Asian Americans are being attacked, in some case losing their, cases losing their lives. Uh, Jewish people being punched in the face because they're wearing a yarmulke, or yeah. you know, a Sikh cab driver getting attacked because you know, they wear garb that's different. It is the state of New York City right now where people just don't feel safe. And, you know, you combine it with, you know, some New Yorkers are paying the highest income tax rates in the entire country. Uh, they have you know, a new proposal that is allowing eight, 900,000 non-citizens to vote in, in yeah. next year, 2023's local elections. People are getting hit on so many different levels. They, they still had kids under five right now, today. Kids under five years old in New York City still have to spend their entire day all masked up. So it's just on so many different fronts. Uh, and you're not getting the support that you need up in Albany, uh, where you have one-party democratic rule, outside power of self-described socialists, and then on top of it all, you're down in D.C. with everything else that we were just talking about, and you add you know, what's going on the southern border to gas prices, and the list goes on. You're talking about wasting resources. I'll have to give you another one. Here in New York State, we, have, we sit on the Marcellus Shell. We sit on the Utica Shell. Yep. Instead of cutting off Russian oil imports and running off to Iran and Venezuela, 
how about we look internally, ramp up domestic energy production, and become energy independent? Here in New York State right now, we have the natural resources and the pipeline applications where we could be creating the jobs that we need to and lowering energy costs and not just exporting energy to other states, we could be doing it to other countries. And all of these options, these opportunities get wasted. It, and so frustrating, but that's why I'm so motivated to do something about it. Yeah. Hey, Lee, one more question. Uh, Katanji uh, Brown-Jackson, what are your thoughts on her nomination as Supreme Court? I, I, I think there are a lot of troubling allegations. Uh, she is a radical. I believe she's a radical. I believe that she uh, is a supporter of the 1619 Project. I believe that she has uh, been soft on crime. Uh, and, and, but this is just what the uh, doctor ordered as far as the Democrat Party in uh, 2022 is concerned. What are your thoughts on her nomination and what I predict will be her confirmation as Supreme Court Justice? Yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right on, on all accounts. And, and as you just said, you know, this is what the doctor ordered. This is actually, you, you're talking <laughs> about qualifications that for yeah. the 2022 Democratic Party and the Biden administration, <laughs> this is exactly what they're looking for. And, you know, all the, by the way, you know what's a real insult is all the conversation about how this is a, a first. You know, they, the, the same people, Joe Biden included, were filibustering a, a Supreme Court nominee nearly 20 years ago who would have been the first uh, black woman to serve on the United States Supreme Court. But what was even added insult to all of that is that when you have a vacancy on the Supreme Court, you should be picking whoever the most qualified person is and not saying that it has to be a particular person based on, you know, the way they look or the religion or their gender or, or whatnot. And you know, I, I don't know this, this woman, and, you know, she, she might be really nice I, I, or maybe not, but what we should be doing from the beginning of this process is saying who is the best possible qualified person. We look for folks who are going to interpret the Constitution strictly, who aren't going to be activist judges. Uh, and I think that what we might be getting here is a new Supreme Court justice who will seek to be too much of an activist from the bench, which is not, uh, which is not what we look for. So uh, we'll see. But you know, I'll tell you, big difference than what uh, happened with Kavanaugh and what happened with Amy Coney Barrett, uh, where the Democrats were engaging in this disgusting character assassination where just making stuff up. I mean, what you see right now from conservatives are, are questions, and you get an opportunity during a confirmation hearing to answer those questions. Um, and just a lot more respectful, even though there might be disagreement, even though there might be debate, yeah. um, but really highlights just how disgusting, especially that Kavanaugh hearing yeah. was. And, and you know, the, the left and the media are say, talking about how you know, Kavanaugh keeps coming up. Yeah, because it shows some pretty clear contrast. By the yeah. way, you too included member of, of the, the left-wing media who was playing along with all that crap. Yeah. Hey, Lee, we got to run. I appreciate you joining me today. You are on Twitter and Getter at Lee Zeldin. Also, you have this uh, ZeldinForNewYork.com. I wish you the best, sir, and I want to keep having you on, um, and I hope that you can kick uh, Kathy Hochul's rear end uh, in November. I look forward to coming back. Thanks a lot. Thanks for what you do. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.